today on City Cash Chicago. All week we've been reminding you on the show and in the newsletter that I'm hosting karaoke storytellers on Sunday. The event goes a little something like this. Storytellers, people like me, go up and share a personal story. She didn't realize I was crying because I had fallen and my knee was bleeding. She thought that I was crying because I was... And then the lights go down and they come back up and sing a karaoke song that is connected somehow to that story. Now, y'all all know I like to sing on the show, uh, but karaoke, that ain't really my thing. Uh, but there's an entire subculture where it's part performance, part therapy. We talked to someone who uses karaoke to share his story. It's Wednesday, December 15th. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is City Cash Chicago. Like so many military vets, David Johnson came home to Chicago feeling lost, disconnected, and yearning for a little stability. Then he went on a national karaoke tour. David, also a musician who goes by Davo Sounds, now does karaoke around the Chicago area most nights of the week. I caught up with him earlier this week. I like to think storytelling and karaoke are two very vulnerable, two uh, very forgiving art forms in the city of Chicago. How did you find yourself in the Chicago karaoke scene? So I kind of use karaoke as like a therapeutic thing. I just kind of realized that uh, I enjoyed the performance aspect of it. So there was like, now I'd go around the city and find random places where it's, you know, where they offered karaoke. And then basically had a schedule. It was like Mondays, I would go out to, you know, Carol Stream, Tuesdays, I was at Brando's, Wednesdays, you go to um, Louis, and then Thursdays, I'd go out to like a beggar's pizza that's out like in the far north. Wherever there was karaoke, that's where you was at. Anywhere there was karaoke, I was was basically there, yeah. Prior to karaoke tours around the city of Chicago, uh, what were you doing? Uh, I was actually in the military. Okay. Um, I actually recently uh, uh, got out, but yeah, I'd been in the military for a while, and I was actually um, activated for a, a Homeland Security mission. And when you come off of like active duty and things like that, like you, uh, you built like this camaraderie with a lot of the guys that you're working with and you're seeing every day and you go from being around people 24 seven to being by yourself 24 seven. It's a huge culture shock. It really, you know, messes with a lot of people um, mentally, psychologically, uh, spiritually. And this is why you, you sometimes see these uh, high rates of suicide, but uh, I needed something to to do, basically. That's what I started. That's, I, I, I don't even know why I specifically picked that thing. I, I saw it, that there was a bar that was in like, uh, I was actually over by the Metro train. I don't know if it's there anymore, but there was a bar that had karaoke like weekly. I didn't even think that was a thing at the time. Mm-hmm. You know? Off what stop? Off what Metro stop? If you know where Federales is. Mm-hmm. So that's like, Randolph and Halstead-ish area. The bit is by, but wherever the metro is over there, you know, over by Randolph, like there was a bar 
that I had uh, just, you know, looked up and stumbled across, you know, I remember the response from that first song. And after that, I was basically like, this is how I'm going to tell my story. <laughs> that's what basic, that's basically why I got into, like, I was, I wanted to tell my story through the songs that I would choose. So you were transitioning out of the military and you were saying you, that, that was a culture shock from you going from being around this a consistent group of people to to being back on your own it became an opportunity for therapy it became a therapeutic outlet for you as well you know how has that helped you over the last few years as you um, have gotten more and more involved in karaoke scenes when i started using this for therapy once i came uh, off active duty i actually would travel and do karaoke in a lot of different places. Now, I had been a lot of places because of the military, so I was comfortable going. Certain places that I'm going to tell you right now, Black people should not go. I have seen karaoke in places that it was like, I don't know if I'm supposed to stop here, but I'm going to stop anyway. And I saw on Google that you guys had karaoke. So I'm going to sing a song real quick. And like, you could hear a pin drop type of mm, feel. In places like where? Oh, man, there's places in Missouri, all through Missouri, Kentucky. Indiana, these are like little towns that you you're, you just pass through and you you, you don't stop. I, I started in Chicago and I drove from Chicago all the way down to Florida. So there's a lot of places. I can't remember. I just knew that they let me sing and I, after that I left. But I also knew how to pick my crowd because it was like I would go in, I would do um, Hurt, uh, the Nine Inch Nails song, but the cover by Johnny Cash because most of them would know that. So if I go up to the DJ or whoever's running it, like, hey, you got hurt by Johnny Cash. And a lot of times these places love country music. So they're like, oh yeah, Johnny Cash, yeah, we got that. And they're they're looking for me to, well, I hurt myself today. I hurt myself today to see if I still feel. They knew the song because they knew Johnny Cash. I focus on the pain. The only thing that's real. What does karaoke look like from kind of state to state, place to place? You know, you were taking a, a trip from yeah. Chicago to Florida. What do the different uh, karaoke scenes look like? Basically, a lot of the places I went to, it was all basically country. You, you go to St. Louis, and it's going to be nothing, there's a lot of country music. In Chicago, there's going to be pop. There's going to be top 40, top 100, whatever. And that's around Chicago. But even out in the suburbs, like out in Elsa, there's a place I used to uh, KJ at. And I had a ton of problems there because there was a couple of people that were, you know, just flat out against me. Um, and a lot of times when they would sing, it was all country music. And if you sang anything that wasn't country, if you, if you did karaoke, anything that wasn't country music, this dude would literally come up and try to unplug the system. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, You'd be surprised that you would think it would really vary from state to state. No, this your safest bet singing karaoke. If you're traveling and moving, it's pick a country song or a crossover country song because they're going to know it. Do you have a go-to song, even though you, you've sung so many different ones? Do you have one that you know is like, 
that, that that's my bread and butter. Yeah, I, I'd say like I got three that I can, you know, say that if you're a regular at Brando's, at Louis, at Trader Todd's, and they're there and I'm there, these are songs that people don't touch. Um, you and I by John Legend. It, like if I'm there, you you know you're not gonna sing that song. Like you, you just know, like okay, he's gonna sing that. Most people that don't do karaoke frequently and are in the scene, like they come in, they mostly pick party songs. They're mostly gonna pick like "Don't Stop Believe It," Bohemian Rhapsody. You're not gonna pick the community. Sweet Caroline, take those. What's the difference between uh, uh, somebody who just you know comes and does karaoke? you know, with, with the, with their work colleagues or with their friends every once in a while to people who are, are staples at the, in the karaoke bars around Chicago, what's the difference? The only real distinctive difference is we all have like our song. <laughs> Cause what happens is you, you'll start hearing the song and you like hearing it by that one person. So if, if anybody was out there interested, would you encourage them to, to go out and visit the the local karaoke bar. Yeah, yeah, I was I definitely would encourage anybody to go and do it. You never know what you might find. You never know what you may be interested in and what you may you know experience. So I say go, go do it. Um, see how it can help you or how how you respond to it if it's fun. Um, and it, even if you don't want to sing, like. Listen to some of the other people. Some of these people have some really great stories. So listen to their stories. And if you don't want to listen to their stories, have a drink and laugh at the people because you think that they they sound bad. I don't know. But I'm telling you, like, you know, being there and lending an ear, trust me, like somebody's really gonna gonna care about that. And it's some and it's mostly the people you least expect that are the most like supportive, you know. It was the guy at the at the one spot, like cowboyed from head to toe, you know, he's just there. And I'm like, this is the guy that's going to give me problems. Hey, man, he's came up. It's like, you did a fantastic job. I want to buy you a drink. <laughs> All right. You, you never know what you may discover. And some people may need to hear that. Maybe he needed to hear that and, you know, see what I did. Dave O'Sounds, I appreciate you making time to share a little bit uh, of your karaoke wisdom with us here at CityCast Chicago. Hey, man, I really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem, man. This Sunday, I'm hosting karaoke storytellers at Shuba's and Lakeview, and we're giving away tickets. Sign up for our newsletter to be entered into a drawing to win two tickets to the event. That's at chicago.citycast.fm slash newsletter. And proof of vaccine is required at the door. I'll see you there. Before I let you go, a little bit of news, y'all. Armed patrols run by a private company could begin tonight in Bucktown. The Bucktown Neighborhood Association hasn't actually explained how the patrols will work, but Block Club Chicago reports the company P4 Security is set to start nightly shifts. City Council is expected to vote on a $2.9 million settlement today for Anjanette Young, whose home was wrongfully raided by Chicago police back in 2019. So far this year, Chicago has authorized nearly $70 million in police misconduct settlements. And some good news to get you through. 
Today is the last day to nominate CityCast Chicago. It's the best Chicago podcast and best newsletter for the Chicago Reader's Best of 2021 list. The link is in the show notes. Speaking of the newsletter, we got some amazing events in today's edition. Check it out at chicago.citycast.fm. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace.